0: Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated
1: sports podcast
0: in the history of professional sports podcasting. Ladies and gentlemen,
1: uh, let's
0: get ready to rumble! Live from
1: the eight one five. in the car so come on let's ride to the liquor store episode 68 of live from the a15 podcast it's not the usual no not this week Mm-mm. because somebody <laughs> is baby poop soft you know before what we tell you
2: why don't you just guess who it is don't yeah. use the two voices you hear no just take a wild guess at who's the one who is too sick quote unquote to be here
1: yeah i had polio one time and i did this podcast
2: <laughs> yeah i've seen cold some low points doing this <laughs> podcast
1: i didn't have polio but i was sick before and i did do this podcast and somebody who showered he's gonna remain nameless yes yeah, we're is not too gonna sick be- somebody who's not gonna be nameless is somebody who is here who's not sick jake jake how you doing
2: I'm doing great, Colton. Glad to be here. I'm always here, you know, through thick and thin. Rain, snow, sleet, doesn't matter.
1: He just said three of the same things. <laughs> 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 right? I guess, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, so, we, we and, that's, and that's all we have this week. It's not, I mean, again, we're going to have him uh, be nameless, but it's it's just Colton and Jake this week, so thank you for having us thank you let's give
2: him like let's give him an alias let's call him ham you know let's call this mysterious missing co-host am ham
1: Ham or mass mas that's a good one thank you thank you (laughs) all right um but yeah so episode 68 is kicking off it's the old school just us two and we are going to do a state of the union we're going to bounce back and forth make it quick we're going to be we're going to be fast we're going to be agile Mobile, agile, hostile. I just came up with that. I didn't steal that from a movie.
2: <laughs> that was clever.
1: Thank you. Um, uh, Jake, big win for one of us. Big loss for the other one. Uh, we'll start with you. Yeah. I want to I I feed on, on your sorrow. Give me, <laughs> give me the hottest two minutes you got on the Packers.
2: Uh, the Packers lost it to the uh, Vikings this week. As most people predicted, the season is per, is over at this point. I mean, I, I called it last week. I said, "Well, we have to lose next week, which we will, and uh, that'll put put me out of my misery basically because I don't have to watch every game like, oh God, we have to win this one, or, and then we have to win every other game after that. You know, that's not a fun feeling. So finally, I just I'm not worried about it anymore at this point. Wins. You know, just hurt our draft pick. We have two draft picks. But, um, yeah, yeah so the Vikings game was brutal. Second game in a row where we scored three points in the second half. That's yeah, not fun to watch.
1: Jake, so the Packers defense is a top ten this year, right? Yeah. So why are you guys losing?
2: That's It's our offense. It, it's Mike McCarthy. And uh, it's, if you want to be more impressed with our defense, look how injured it is. And it's still top ten in most categories. We have – we're missing – I'll just run through the names. Mike Daniels, Muhammad Wilkerson, Nick Perry, Kevin King, Rashad Breeland, Kentrell Bryce, Jake Ryan, and Devon House.
1: Jake Ryan now, from
2: Hannah Montana? Yeah, exactly. That's, think that's, that's exactly one and only. it. And, one and from and only. Michigan. But uh, for Bears fans who you know don't really care about any of those names, these are the comps on the Bears defense. How would your defense be doing if these players were missing? Akeem Hicks, Eddie Goldman... Leonard Floyd, Kyle Fuller, Bryce Callahan, Adrian Amos, and Roquan Smith. Like, well, how do you, you think don't want, Jake,
1: they're not? It's great. And I'm I know every oh, second of is, it.
2: I'm saying, just put it into perspective. That's what the Packers' defense had, and um, they're still they still held the Vikings to twenty four points, which any Aaron Rodgers led team should be putting up thirty points a game. And uh, I don't want to go on a huge rant about Mike McCarthy again. I did that last week. Yeah, He's we got.
1: We've got plenty of time the rest of the season, but um, uh, yeah, he, yeah. It's if, brutal. if this if this season for you doesn't have the makings of a seven and nine, or or what is it like a seven eight and one at a that point? One, maybe. That is like that's like the worst season you could have to get another like fifteen to eighteenth pick, and I mean I think well, I, mean, I think McCarthy's out whether you. Make the or whether you do that or not, you miss the playoffs.
2: See, that that's the only worry is that what if we did, if we had beat the Vikings, you know, we lost by a touchdown. If we had gotten lucky, they fumbled or something, we beat the Vikings and then we slip into the playoffs. All of a sudden, McCarthy might not lose his job because his contract technically goes next year too. So I we really, just don't I really
1: hope it. they just let him do that last year. I really it's, hope.
2: It's not happening. if we, not making the playoffs with Aaron Rodgers is a mortal sin, you know like you have to
1: be fired at that
2: point. It's unbelievable. Well if especially, want, especially when your defense is
1: really good. If you want a good quarterback, uh, Bears have one as their backup. Chase Daniel leads the Chicago Bears to a win against the Lions on Thanksgiving. Uh, let me tell you, he did exactly what he needed to do. That was a game that showed the actual toughness of the team uh three games in what twelve days or something like that uh, quickest turnaround from from game to game in like 80 hours in uh, NFL history and uh th- the team was tired defense was slow to start off and I think it like the reason that this game pumped me up so much was that yeah uh we won with a backup but it was a game that they had every excuse to lose it was every like <laughs> like, like it could be yeah. oh like you guys were hot the it's it's tough to win five straight uh, I was hearing, in the NFL. I was you. Hearing-
2: I was hearing excuses for weeks about how the Bears were going. From when they were playing the Lions the first time, Bears fans were saying, we'll, we'll win this time, but next time we yeah, play them, we're going. it's tough. Everyone's been saying
1: that. It's tough to beat a team twice, tough to win on the road, tough to win on Thursday after a Sunday night game, tough without your starting quarterback. This team is just a tough-ass team, and I'm going to be pumped until we play the Rams, and I think that's going to show if we lose to the Rams 31 to 21 I'll be so pumped that's that's the kind of like as long as as it's not a blowout and it looks like we are a JV high school team and they're the Rams (laughs) that's the only way that I'm going to be off this team this week week is that that is uh not this week we have the Giants next week next Sunday night okay so
2: the Rams will still be playing their starters is why yes
1: yes no it's it's a, a meaningful game for both and uh, it's a night game. Mitchie threats should be back. I don't think he should play this week against the Giants. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's basically – I honestly don't
2: think it matters.
1: If, if the Giants no, – I feel like if the Giants beat the Eagles and they had that eight in a row finish the year, maybe win the playoffs mentality go, I'd be, I'd be kind of worried. But um, I think that loss against the Eagles last week – That team is just poised to be, we're going to give up now. I don't care. Eli should retire.
2: Yeah, they're going to throw a tantrum. But what I was saying is uh, I don't think it matters because Chase Daniels did everything Trubisky does, except he did it in reverse where it was like Trubisky always does the first half really well, and the second half he falls apart. Chase Daniels ran that offense perfectly fine. I mean, the, the running game gave him nothing, absolutely nothing, and he still scored plenty of points to win that game. Um, I think the Bears would be fine with Chase Daniels. The only thing Trubisky really adds is that rushing, which would be huge against a really good team.
1: Yeah, well, I think Chase Daniels is just smarter than uh, than a Trubisky. Exactly. I think I think Chase Daniels isn't a like. I
2: think the Bears are like the Eagles last year, where you could put in a Chase Daniels and be just as good, but not like a Super Bowl team because I think you guys aren't fit for the playoffs quite yet. But uh,
1: I mean, like, yeah, there were there were like four or five times where pressure came in. And there was plenty of room to scramble around and like ex- extend plays, mm-hmm. and that's where I was like, "All right, this is where this is like where uh, Mitch would would uh, move around." Holy shit! I'm watching the Duke game, and Zion <laughs> Zion might have just broke the the rim. That was unbelievable. Um, anyway, I absolutely love Zion Williamson. I have by the way. such Talk a, about him every day. <laughs> I have such a man crush on Zion. I honestly, unless he goes to what team? Do I I don't even know if I even hate a a team in the NBA to be honest with you, but I'm gonna I'm gonna root for whoever drafts Zion Williamson. i I'm not,
2: if he goes to the Celtics somehow because they have a high pick. I think I'm not gonna root for him.
1: Yeah, they have. I mean, I don't know. I, I I would definitely root for him unless he's playing the Bucks. I'm gonna root for Zion for the rest of his career because he's so cool. But <laughs> sidetrack. Um, no, I think if Mitch can just get smarter with the ball. And like just overall football knowledge that Chase Daniel makes seven million dollars a year to like prove that he has. If he can yeah. just get that knowledge with like the pocket presence where he's like scrambling around the whole time, I think he's no legs. Mostly the, how he's so he's so nimble. Like he is. Yeah, just, and but he's like he's like really he's like self-aware too. He he rarely does a dumb scramble or a dumb run. Like yeah, like no, he does. He doesn't, he he doesn't he go down where like, he should. But again, that's just him being young. But he knows feels- if, if, if someone's coming like behind him, someone's on his left. He he makes a good move here or there. So I think, I think if he can somehow get the Chase Daniel type knowledge with his pure athleticism, that's the perfect quarterback like for this uh, defense. If our defense is uh, still schemed this way for his for his career. Yeah,
2: mobility and being smart with the football are the two things that would be the. Yeah, you're right. That would be the perfect quarterback to lead a defense like this.
1: But, uh, but, yeah, yeah, the I mean,
2: bears, bears looked pretty freaking good. Uh, who, they got the giants this week that I don't know. I mean, the giants have been pretty uh, sneaky lately, but yeah, they're definitely just going to quit because they played the sure hope
1: so. Oh. Cause this, this win would, oh, it'd, it'd just be so nice. We're what eight and three right now. That's I mean,
2: cool. I mean, you should expect this win, right? What are you, what's the line? I didn't, I did not see a bears line. I think it's because we don't know about Trubisky.
1: Um, you know, I do, I do ex- expect a win, but the line is not on my bookie, so that's cool. So we're going to head over to ESPN, but I'm going to keep talking and fill in the dead air. <laughs> well, that's what we do time here, time folks.
2: It's a good time to talk about how I predicted the Bears would win last week in our three-team parlay.
1: Dead. And
2: Colton also was spot on with his yeah, pick. Is it,
1: is it a coincidence that the two people I, who were right are on the show, and the one who wasn't, who I remains know. nameless, is not Ham? I don't know.
2: Hammy made a p- bit of a a shitty pick, but uh yeah. Uh we picked the Bears minus 3. They covered that easily. Not Wasn't easily. it was, it was not
1: easy. I <laughs> <laughs> was worried for a second. And then um, I got I got a little drunk Wednesday night and put a little too much money on the Bears money line or on um, the on the spread. So I was sweating. Not only <laughs> from the hangover on on Thursday, but uh from f- from turkey me sweat from me doing that. Yeah, I was <laughs> I had quite the Thanksgiving hangover, but I I held it I held it together pretty nice. Um, ESPN has hold the on, Bears line on. on Sunday at uh, Bears four and a half.
2: Four and a half? Oh, there it's in New York. I mean,
1: I guess if, that's if we can find that game somewhere in this in this freaking website, we're taking it. Cause that eh, that's I'm taking the Bears easily there. I mean, four and a half does not seem
2: like enough points, but no. I mean, yeah, we don't see it on my bookie, so unfortunately, that's not going to be one of our bets.
1: But um, so yeah, we'll get to the uh, parlay later. The man who shall not be named. Um, trust me, he's gonna get named a little bit later. But, well, yeah, whatever.
2: We're saving it for then. A little little yeah. preview
1: MySpace top eight there, but uh, we have um, like what else? You want to yeah, talk about the Bucks? Bucks are fun. I keep betting on them, and they keep losing every time I bet on them.
2: Yeah, so. <laughs> so. yeah, they've lost a couple uh, bad games lately. We've lost to the Suns. And then uh, just recently Charlotte. And uh, we just shot so terribly. Versus the uh, Suns, I believe Brooke Lopez set the record. He went 0 for 12 from 3.
1: Yeah, most I think. most attempts that you don't make.
2: Yeah, so that's not going to happen very often. And uh, I don't know what happened versus Charlotte. It was just a bad game. We'll get it back on track. By every metric, the Bucks are like the best team in the league.
1: I think they're so. second on the ESPN Power Rankings, which is really cool to see.
2: Yeah, it's like Toronto, Bucks, Golden State in that order. So yeah. um, that's uh, it's so much fun. Like I, that is the one thing saving me from depression of the Packers is I just go watch the Bucks. They're so much fun. They're so good. Thank God for the Bucks. Because <laughs> if I was a White Sox, Packers, Bucks fan and the Bucks suck too, I'd just be in a low spot right now. You know?
1: Yeah, that would all that would all blow. Um, uh, uh, we don't uh,
2: have time for any Bulls stuff.
1: We're not missing anything. <laughs> uh, one I... thing I did
2: get real quick, though, there's only five teams tanking in the entire NBA. If you look at the West, you have Phoenix, and that's it. The next two teams, in terms of records, are Utah and Houston, who are definitely not tanking. So you only have one team out of the West that's tanking, and then you have Atlanta and Cleveland, who are clearly the worst teams. And then it's Chicago and New York, and that's it. So that's five teams that are tanking, including Chicago, the Bulls are going to have a top five pick by the end of the year. I
1: think Sacramento's definitely, they have to fall back. They're just 500 they're good, right though.
2: now. Well, they look legitimately like solid though. And I don't think they're, I don't think they have their pick. I think that's who the Celtics have. So they're not oh, going to be right. trying to lose at all, you know? Interesting. So Interesting. I think the Bulls are pretty much locked into, even with Lowry. I mean, the Knicks are getting Porzingis back. So they're getting a better player back. Yeah, the Bulls are getting Lowry Markkinen, who I love. But they're gonna get that four or five pick, and in this draft, that might get you one of those Duke small forwards.
1: Oh, give me Zion! <laughs> uh, if I'm a Bulls fan and I w- and I watch Zion, I would be so mad every time they won a game. Bull- <laughs> yeah. Bulls should just pack it in and like like not even turn on the uh, lights in the United Center. Just don't, like don't even worry about it. Stay home, guys.
2: Get everyone. Just say, tell everyone. You know, give them all food poisoning so they're injured every night.
1: <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. So I love Zion. Bulls stink. Uh, it should be interesting to see who actually tanks enough to get these Duke players because they're so good. I mean, it's it's Cleveland. Cleveland's gonna get Cleveland Zion. and Atlanta. Yeah,
2: yeah. Those two teams are pretty incredible. I don't know how Phoenix is as bad as they are. They still. <laughs> They've been bad for so long, but um
1: well because Josh Jackson stinks. That guy's bad.
2: Yeah, like Devin Booker scored eighty points in a game. Why can't they win with just like and now Ayton, like they're so bad. They've won four games this year.
1: <laughs> if you give me oh my god. Zion and DeAndre Aiton on the same team. <laughs> and Booker. Dude. Oh that okay. Okay. Right, I want that to happen. I'm buying a I'm buying a Sun's jersey. That's cool. <laughs>
2: hell yeah no I, i'd be i'd be all over zion if he was on the suns or atlanta him and trey young hell yeah give me all of that all day
1: shout out to the uh unnamed unnamed host but um yeah i, I think that's all we have for the state of the union um anything that's anything else from your side
2: uh no did you know do you have any idea what the blackhawks are doing
1: uh blackhawks <laughs> just gave up eight goals tonight to the vegas golden knights <laughs>
2: Are the knights good this year?
1: No. Still? Nope. Ah shit. Not really. I kind of knew they were gonna suck. <laughs> yeah, this is basically how I thought they were gonna do last year, but they just all came together and played really well last year. I mean, they're fine, they're not like bad, but Okay. I mean I know, but I mean I was in hoping... the cup last year, so it's it's tough to like compare it to that. But yeah, yeah. so they dropped eight points. Eight goals, eight uh tucks. <laughs>
2: Whatever
1: you want, Chucka Pucks. Chucka Pucks. Shout out to iSog. sponsor the pod. <laughs> but yeah, so if we can move on to uh, listener questions. Uh, this first, this first listener question is from at Golf Twitter is real. So thank you for checking up on Golf Twitter because this is a real account. Six sixty six. Um, Colton, how did you like the Tiger versus Phil match? I know you watched all of it, all twenty two holes. Um. <laughs> well, Jake, sorry. This one's for me because I, yeah, I don't believe you watched this match.
2: No, I texted you during it.
1: Yeah, Friday, uh, Tiger and Phil, uh, Tiger Woods, that is, and Phil Mickelson, that is, they had a one-on-one match play match, and it was, it was uh, built up as uncut uh, pay-per-view, all this trash talk, all these side bets, winner gets $9 million. And um, it starts off and the first hole was a $200,000 side bet. Tiger won that one. And after that, it was just bad golf and no trash talk and <laughs> awkward conversation and weird dad jokes. And it's like I realized if this was like 2000 and social media wasn't around, this would have been so cool. They would have been swearing up a storm, they would have been doing this and that, this and that. But now everything that happened was on Twitter five seconds later. So you can't swear when you have millions of dollars of sponsors watching you. And uh, Phil's brother was his caddy. And there were so many times he was like, Phil, can I just swear? Can I just just swear right now? He goes, don't (laughs) do it. Don't do it. He goes, are you freaking kidding? I'm going to freaking, freaking, frick, frick, frick. This (laughs) is so lame. And then on top of it, they just played bad. These two are washed up and they stunk. The only, the only thing that was cool was, like, he got to the 15th hole. Tiger was up one. Obviously, I had, I had money on Tiger. Obviously, I lost. And <laughs> Tiger's up one. Phil hits a really good shot. Makes, like, a 10-foot putt. Longest putt by far on the day. Um, so, then he wins the 16th hole as well. 17th hole. Tiger misses the green. Tiger, and then uh, Phil has, like, a 15-foot putt. Tiger chips it in to tie it to go to the 18th hole. And he gave a Tiger fist pump. It was so cool. And then after that, it was just more bad golf. And then they um, ended up going to um, a chip off. So they had a 100-yard shot where you had to chip onto the green and putt. And because they were, like, running out of daylight. So, so they did that under the lights. So that was kind of cool. But Tiger's caddy kept giving him the wrong fucking yardage. So he kept missing yeah. the green from 100 yards away. Ugh. So I, basically, moral of the story is I lost money.
2: That is a bummer, Cole. Conspiracy theory. What if? Do you think they were playing bad so they could play it in a way to force a twenty-two hole playoff with a chip off to make it seem like it was exciting? You know.
1: Um. I mean, conspiracies. If if somebody wins in like fifteen holes, but they're playing really well, that's way cooler than having bad golf. Like bad no, golf, I know. But I
2: mean, when you're planning it out, it's easier to plan. You know, what if you guys just sort of try to push it to overtime
1: but like, just
2: th- push as far as you can?
1: I th- Like, if you're planning that, you're like, hey, guys, we want highlights. We want we want like a fo- like a five to ten second clip of you hitting a 200 yard shot to like two feet. Like, that's the stuff that would get you that like that's like golf porn to golf Twitter. That's awesome. Yeah. And yeah like, and honestly, on the point. first hole, Phil was telling a story about him and these three other guys and they were and they were gambling, two years ago in like a golf match, and that was so cool. I thought we were gonna get that the whole time. He was like, "Yeah." So we were playing with uh, Jeff the other day, and Jeff wanted wanted to give me um, or have me give him five strokes. So I said, "Hell no, Jeff, get out of here." So then he uh, and then but he was just talking like that, and that's the stuff that golf fans wanted to see. And what was really funny is the whole time they were they were live hot mic, and you just constantly hear and it, phil is so out of shape <laughs> was, the whole time phil was breathing as heavy as you've ever heard anybody who isn't dead breathe like if somebody breathes that hard they die so thank you for the uh, listener question um they on died Twitter. In the but <laughs> i guess it was cool um i'm glad i'm glad i watched it i'm, I'm not glad the uh, golf stunk
2: yeah no that's a bummer but uh I'm sticking with my conspiracy
1: theory. All right. Well, <laughs> I don't know, man. Because
2: okay. I don't really care that much, so yeah, I'm just with conspiracy theory.
1: Whatever. All right. Next Twitter. Um, next listener question is: uh, Chargers fan for life, hot chicks, forty 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 four. Uh, was Philip Rivers start? Was it twenty-five for twenty-five? Yes. Is that impressive, or is that him doing too many checkdowns? Jake, start with you.
2: Uh, well, it, I thought it was impre- it was impressive as hell. Honestly, I mean, they were down ten to nothing, and they won forty five to ten, which is crazy. So I think scoring forty five points speaks for itself. And uh, it wasn't even just him. Honestly, that was amazing. It was his receivers, the catches they made. Like when you hear that, oh, 25 or twenty five, you you assume it's checkdowns, and you look at the catches. And you got Mike Williams going up in the end zone and grabbing it out of guys' hands. You got Keenan Allen making diving catches. Like, the Chargers got something good going on. And funny story, uh, you know, obviously I'm in the uh, coaching hunt because I'm working for the Packers. I'm trying to find a good coach. How funny. So I'm like, oh, I I like what the Chargers are doing over there. Let's go get their offensive coordinator. Want to hear the least inspiring name ever? Yes. Ken Wisenhunt. (laughs) <laughs> is their offensive coordinator, dude. Oh no. I was like, oh no. That could not be the Packers coach. I want
1: that to be the Packers <laughs> next head coach so bad.
2: I, I would I don't know what I would do. I mean he's having such a good year. Phillip Rivers is an MVP candidate.
1: I have Legit- I have money on, on Philip Rivers winning M V P plus twelve
2: hundred. Yeah, well, I
1: mean, he's like solidly
2: number three. It's Mahomes oh, and Breeze. I have and money I have Rivers. money on
1: Breeze and Rivers. Nice, nice.
2: Um, that's good money, especially the Breeze. I know. But, uh, yeah, so that is the least inspiring uh, co- head coaching name I've ever heard in my life.
1: <laughs> I would love to see it.
2: Ken see was in
1: All right, next, next Twitter question comes from at Demarcus Lawrence. So the guy that we're, that we're talking about, he tweeted oh, perfect. us. That's pretty cool. Oh. Hey. It was this really popular tweet he put out there. Uh, no, it's, oh, he, he tweeted us specifically. Okay. Hey, Colton and Jake from at life name one five, big fan. Love your show. I, I definitely listen to it. This is definitely DeMarcus Lawrence from the Cowboys. Anywho, <laughs> that's cause that's what he says. <laughs> Any What do you guys think of my quote about the saints this week? Thank you. Love the pod. Can't wait to be on shout out to DeMarcus Lawrence from the Cowboys. Uh, but for those of you who don't know who he is he's a defense lineman for the Cowboys uh pro bowler and he said that um that he wants to quote effing choke their ass out so uh
2: you uh censor yourself
1: effing cuz i mean i don't know i don't know what he says there's there's three dots after the word or the uh, letter f so he could say many things and i'm not going to put words in his mouth so he Basically, he went on, like, a whole a whole rant on how he's, he's like, getting hyped up, getting fired up, how he wants to play the Saints. And they are playing them Thursday night. And my take is the Cowboys are bad. They played a lot of <laughs> mediocre teams that are, like, 50-50 games. The Cowboys Saints, are bad. The Saints are so good. And <laughs> you can say the stuff all you want, but then you have to go out there and stop the Dan Arnold-led New Orleans <laughs> Saints. Good luck. 815
2: Dan Arnold. Good luck, yeah, good buddy. Luck.
1: Dane Arnold catches yeah. one touchdown. I shot what to I Boylan. do?
2: I like to hear that. Von Miller did that, although it was a totally different circumstances. Earlier in the year, he said, "We're gonna go kick the Cardinals' ass," the and Cardinals. they were playing the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, I know it was the Cardinals. Yeah, but if I he mean, went out there and Von Miller like caused a touchdown in the first quarter. That is I like, cool. love, is love cool. to see that kind of stuff. But I think Lawrence might be uh, going after the wrong team.
1: Yeah, Von like he should wait until he plays like the Giants or somebody. Von Miller yeah. has won Defensive Player of the Years. He's done Super Bowl heroics. He can he can say stuff like that. Um, if you're playing like what people are saying is the best team in a very long time, people are just all over the Saints right now. Probably the hottest team last few years that I can think of. When's the last time anybody won ten in a row? I don't know. I don't know. That's pretty crazy. But, they're so good. They have they have a great new young tight end who seems unstoppable. Sean, not, Pay-
2: Yeah, Dan Arnold is unbelievable. Not, and Sean, <laughs> the combination of Sean Payton and Dan Arnold, I don't think it can be touched. Did you think you you, know? you'd ever say that? <laughs> no, I didn't think so. And I, I think I heard rumors that they're actually going to switch the headset from Drew Brees to Dan Arnold. <laughs> he's so going to be plays. talking. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be calling the plays from a tight end position. Watch for that.
1: But yeah, so I just I just thought that was weird, Demarcus Lawrence. Thanks for tweeting us. Um, next, tweet. hey, why would you rip on a guy for,
2: who tweeted right at
1: us? I got I gotta keep it real. That's what he likes about us. That's a good point. He does love our realness. Loves he loves the show. <laughs> Huge fan. Um, next Twitter question is from at uh, I love college football in L- I'm I go to school at LSU. <laughs> Twenty two. How about you? Um. These are long go tigers. <laughs> all been really long handles. Well, yeah, yeah, because they they changed the character limit on Twitter. So oh, anyway, so anyway, okay. <laughs> that that super real handle asks us, uh, with the highest scoring game in college football history, the LSU um, Texas a And M game. Do you think overtimes like that are good for college football, or would you rather have a actual football game at the end of a college football game. Thank you for tweeting us, Jake. We will start with you.
2: Um, I, I thought it was incredibly entertaining. I think the college, uh, everyone, I don't know many people who say that they would rather have the pro-style overtime in college. I mean, college is just so much fun. This is, I mean, what is football here for? It's to entertain us, first and foremost. What is college football here for? So
1: we can just play so, around with... So we dumb- can use amateur athletes to make billions of dollars.
2: Yeah, that. And we can just play around with the rules and have fun. You know, like, oh, one foot is a catch? Hell yeah, why not? <laughs> it sure you know? is. Why <laughs> It sure is. Overtime, you get the ball at the five, <laughs> five-yard line. You, you score you. <laughs> 100 points. It's awesome. I love college football because of that. And, um, you know, maybe it screws up some records or whatever, but I don't care. 100, 146 points. Well, like, yeah. Here's the points. thing.
1: If you... If you break a scoring record in in the NFL, people lose their minds. If you score, if you beat a scoring record in college football, people are like, "Well, duh." <laughs> yeah. Like Nick records Mullins. are records are like meant to be broken, so people are fine yeah. with it in college. I don't think you can really do it like anything in the pros. But that game was bananas. That was so cool. No, that
2: that was so much fun. I was gonna say Nick Mullins actually broke all of Brett Favre's records at Mississippi State, just to tell you. You know about yeah. college football records, and, like,
1: and people are just like, "Yeah, like he was a good college quarterback." That's as people always say when there's like, like legends, like broken or uh, records being broke. Like, "Oh well, yeah, th- this new guy's good." But if if it happened in the uh, NFL, if if Nick Mullins broke a Brett Favre NFL record, people are like, "You can't have Nick Mullins in the in the record books."
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. And uh, college football, super fun. I'm bummed LSU lost because I. It's hard not to love LSU. I don't know why. But um, hopefully they don't fire their coach.
1: Nah, Coach Joe's there to stay. He's fine. Hey, um, but
2: LSU is known for not winning the national championship and then just firing their coach. I know. It's rough. So, like, what, what do you want, LSU? To be Alabama? You're not going to get Nick Saban. I'm sorry.
1: Uh, next question is from at Jaguars Chick. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. All right. Thank you for tweeting us. Thank you. Is is Sam gloating about winning the Blake Bortles-Cody Kessler rivalry? Hey, great question. Um, Excellent question. That that person that you said, I'm not going to say his name. You said his name. He's not here to uh, defend himself because he's sick. I don't know if you can hear my air quotes. Hang on.
2: I can hear that for yeah, sure. I, yeah, those
1: are, <laughs> those are air quotes. He's sick. Uh, so basically, I guess the moral of the story is I win the Blake Bortles-Cody Kessler rivalry argument because he's gone. Uh, Blake Bortles gets benched, whatever. Sam's not here to even talk about it. So thoughts? <laughs> uh,
2: my thoughts are it's about time, Bortles. I mean, he's, yeah, he's got He's bad. He's bad at football. Well, what are they going to do next year if they cut him? $18 million in dead cap. That He's going to be on the Jaguars next year.
1: Yeah, but uh, and the only thing saving Blake Bortles right now is there's no big quarterback free agents, and there's not really a good quarterback uh, coming out. So no, he's, yeah, I he's really saved.
2: What about the Jags? I first of all, I sat down and was watching Red Zone, and it, you know the Jags and Bills game flashes up. I'm like, holy shit, the Jags have the same record as the Bills. Yeah. How embarrassing is that? And then they lost to the Bills. They are terrible. They're
1: not they good. Bad, bad. No, like bad, like top. They're going to have a top 5 draft pick. I know. And they were, so and, they were bad. and they were just one um, one uh, non-whistle away from going to the Super Bowl last year.
2: Yeah, they've absolutely fell apart. That's got to be scary for teams, you know, who are really, you know, really good right now, you know, like this can just fall all fall apart at any moment i not going to name any names, you know, teams that are led by defenses, though. I'm not going to name, like, actual certain teams. But, like, teams that are going to go to the playoffs and are mostly led by defense and their defense scores a ton of points, I would be worried if I was one of those teams.
1: I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Uh, um, this one's from at Go Browns Go. I love the Browns from the Cleveland Browns football team. I love them. 44. All right, uh, is, is Hugh Jackson the biggest joke in sports history? <laughs> He's got to be. Hugh Jackson I mean, has to be the biggest is... pushover joke in the history of sports. He wins three games in two th- or three years, whatever it was, basically. Three years, yeah,
2: and it, w- it was one in two years. <laughs> one in two years.
1: Then he gets fired, and he just goes scorched earth. That team that fires him, uh, has now won two straight games. He goes to a new team. Their uh, offense looked unbelievable. And Yeah, and now... So, Hugh Jackson is a quote-unquote offensive mind. He's coaching a new team's defense for some reason. <laughs> and now that new team is, is 0-4 with Hugh Jackson on the staff. And they just got blown out by the Browns. And then, I mean, to top all that off, Hugh Jackson, you had the biggest brain fart I've ever seen. <laughs> if your former player picks off a pass and gives you the ball you cannot grab that ball no or you throw you'd grab it and you throw it right back at him you don't tap him on the head that is the like, oh, hey thanks. that that might be one of the worst visuals i have ever seen that's that, bad that that made me sick to my stomach because i felt like it was such secondhand embarrassment for hugh jackson but
2: everyone have you seen the uh a little bit of drama around baker and hugh jackson i love it I yeah, love and then it. did you see Damian Woody or whatever, that really big uh, guy, the no. real real big guy on uh, NFL Network or whatever? It was like, you can't talk about a man's job. You know, they offered him – the Bengals offered
1: him You're money. You're doing it right now, Damian Woody. <laughs>
2: no, I know. No, but he's like, you can't take away – you know, he's, he's yelling at Baker. To all the Baker – to Baker Mayfield, you need to grow up, and all the Baker fanboys out there, you need to grow up. You can't talk about a man's job just because he took a job, and they offered him money. Okay, fine, but the Bengals play the Browns twice this year. There's absolutely no reason that the Bengals would bring in Hugh Jackson other than, oh, we play the Browns twice. Maybe he can give us some secrets. Obviously. I mean, that's shady, and that's absolutely very shady, and I don't think that's good business practice. So I think if Baker wants to take – Offense to that, he's absolutely entitled to be offended by that and to kick his ass on the football
1: field. Also, Hugh Jackson said he never wanted to take Baker. Why would Baker say anything nice about Hugh Jackson if the guy sucks as a coach, wins three games in in three years, gets fired, and then he's like, oh, well, cool, I didn't didn't want you guys anyway. And then that team starts winning, and the team he goes to starts losing. You can't have any respect for a guy like that. He's a loser. Baker Mayfield's the man, and he's... (laughs) And like he didn't even say it in like a dick way. Somebody asked him, and he was just like, "Here's my answer."
2: Yeah, no, I I agree. Baker handled this perfectly fine, and he deserves no hate.
1: Yeah, Baker but is I, definitely the more mature one here. Hugh Jackson yeah, is a baby.
2: I wouldn't exactly blame Hugh for uh, the Bengals losing, but he didn't help at all because the Bengals just suck.
1: I mean, I I don't know. There, there's one common denominator, and it's just <laughs> yeah. And just, it's it's hard to see.
2: For like two weeks though, and they've lost like four in a row. So, or five in a row even.
1: Well, They're... I know they, they are 0 4 with uh, Hugh on the staff, which is a rough run of me quickly, then. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that is all we have for uh, listener questions. Thank you for all those really real tweets that we got from real t- people. Who'd they were mean? the best. Um, yeah, we don't have a, a Derek Rose update this week because he who shall not be named is not here. But speaking he's of probably going
2: love, he's gonna love being called he who will not be named. We should call him Ham.
1: Ham, <laughs> ham, 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 Ham. Speaking of Ham, in a very unrelated matter, for those <laughs> of you who have who have been listening, we we do have a co-host named Sam, ironically, and he's not unrelated. on the show this week for un, for undisclosed reasons. What we'll just Nothing call it? What we've been talking about? We'll call it an upper and lower body injury, I guess. Um he is the topic of our MySpace Top 8 this week of the MySpace Top 8 least favorite things that we think of when we think of Sam. Like what is Colton and Jake's least favorite things about our third co-host Sam? Um Jake, I want you just I want you to start this off. We'll we'll do I guess number 1 isn't that he's not on the episode this week, but um we'll just we'll just say that's that's like honorary uh, mention. Honorary mention, yeah. So, so start us off. Number one of of your least favorite things about Sam, your co-host. <laughs> <laughs> My
2: least favorite things about Sam. I'm gonna go number one. I'm gonna start off real grounded. He works at a trampoline park, and he makes his wait for him while he's working at a trampoline park. So, uh, hey,
1: no, I don't, I don't blame him for that. <laughs> you know, trampolines are fun.
2: I, 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 I they're death traps for kids. Kids get hurt there. That's dangerous we're going to say for a place for kids like monkey joe's how many kids got hurt at monkey joe's
1: zero enough for so. that's closed now <laughs> <laughs> all right my number one thing that i do not like about sam is that he has yet to cure cancer not cool dick move man is, i don't think he's even trying no he hasn't <laughs> sam hasn't even tried to cure cancer so <laughs> i guess i guess dick move on sam
2: yeah never even mentioned it once On um, you know so uh There's that. Um, My number three, I'm going to go. He's pro catfishing, I've heard. He likes when uh, people lie about who they are and get into relationships. He was a big Manti Teo girlfriend.
1: He loved (laughs) Manti Teo. He's a big catfishing guy. Pro catfishing. I, you know, not cool, man. Not cool. Not a cool move. These are all super real. We're not making any of these up. No, these are all very honest. Yeah. Uh, Number four, which is my second thing. Um, I'm a huge Chicago Cubs fan and Sam has never hit a walk-off home run in the postseason for the Cubs, which really pisses me off when I when I really think about it. Like that sucks. I would love it. I would love if he did that for the Cubs. I would love him so much, but he's never done it even once. So No, he's never I don't think he's ever gotten a hit for the Cubs. <laughs> oh, no, especially in the we postseason. Think about it. Ugh. Man. Much, yeah,
2: like a postseason walk-off, that's a lot to ask cuz he's never even gotten a
1: single hit. Ugh. Yuck.
2: Might be the worst pro baseball player I've ever seen. Or not seen. Whatever. Or, yeah. Oh, now I'm really thinking twice about this. <laughs> uh, I
1: don't have a third one right now. Sure. Uh, Cold?
2: you want to give another one? I'll think of one. <laughs>
1: sure, sure. My next one. Um, <laughs> Sam did not let Jack onto the big door after the uh, Titanic sank. Do you know how much room is on that thing? Sam, yeah. Sam did nothing to help Jack. Jack, spoiler alert, Jack is super dead. At the bottom of the ocean, right next to that priceless ass jewel. Yeah, because Rose's dumbass throws problem. it off. Sell that thing, Rose, you idiot. Anyway, or, or leave it to your loved ones. <laughs> I'm sure you have a or loved just one. Keep your husband by letting him on the door. Yeah, or or swim over to a different dead body, push them off because somehow Jack survived way longer than like other people. Yeah, he didn't get hit by any debris or anything. There were so many dead bodies around them that they could have swam over, and pushed he somebody off on some... a dead body. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Sam did Damn. nothing to help, Damn. and that and I don't think I will ever ever forgive Sam for not helping that.
2: Yeah, um, I'm gonna go with. He never volunteered to go get the ball over the fence in the sandlot. He left it up to Benny the Jet. Sam wasn't even in the conversation. It takes, it takes guts to actually step up and go over the fence where the beast is. I didn't even see Sam in that movie once. No.
1: So, oh yeah, Sam, <laughs> yeah, Sam, <laughs> yeah, Sam didn't even consider stepping forward. He could like Benny's the best baseball player in that group. If he gets hurt, that that whole summer is ruined yeah well, I mean it's just bad baseball the rest of the summer yeah, but like he he played every uh every uh, position so if you're playing oh, that you know what that's a good point that makes me sick <laughs> makes me sick Sam Sam you're the worst all right my next one this one is actually kind of real <laughs> when I met Sam back in uh, middle school, Sam was fat and weird <laughs> <laughs> now he's now he's just weird. So he, he, he isn't staying true to himself, and that, honestly, is the most sickening thing of all. Yeah, that, that's a good point, you know? Oh, Don't you. change for vanity. He changed, yeah, because, because quote, society thinks it's, it's better if you're not fat. Well, You know what, Sam? You, you go back to your long, weird, wavy hair and your, <laughs> and your big old body and your weird, crackly voice from when we were met when we were in, like, sixth grade. That's the Sam that I know. That's the Sam that I'm used to. Not this hot shot, get sick, Sam. Make me yeah, sick. Get, yeah, sick. All right, uh, do we have one more? Um, let's see. Let's see. I, I've said my four that I wrote down, but we could easily think of one. Um, yeah,
2: I mean, well, he claims to be a Harry Potter fan. Once again, never seen him in any of the movies. Never seen him actually talk to Harry Potter. Never seen him talk to Hermione. Never even seen him talk to Ron. I don't think he knows any of them, yet he claims to be a huge fan.
1: He does have so, a wand. Like he's
2: he has a wand, but I've never seen him, you know, cast a spell or either. Well, so I mean,
1: we also haven't seen him at, at Hogwarts. I don't like I could because I don't think he graduated. Uh Ooh. like 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 loans Seriously? and
2: stuff. Loans and stuff didn't work out.
1: Dude, it's tough, man. It's expensive over there across the pond. Classes are tough
2: at Hogwarts. I mean, did Sam drop out? And he's just not telling us, Sam. You gotta, you gotta come to terms.
1: Sam's a Hogwarts dropout. Oh, embarrassing! His name's getting dragged through the mud. Dragged (laughs) through the mud. Ugh. Yikes. Um. You know what? I guess honorable mention, or just uh, a a piggyback off yours. Sam did nothing to help. Not only Harry's parents from Voldemort. Yeah. Neville's parents as well. They were tortured. Sam did nothing. He has a wand, like we like we just said. Yeah, he has a wand. Like,
2: I didn't even see him in the Battle of Hogwarts. Like, what was he doing while, you know, Harry sacrificed his life for that, for them? What was Sam doing? I didn't see one scene. You know, he let Ron's ex-girlfriend get her neck eaten.
1: <laughs> no Sam. No Sam in sight. So yeah, Sam did nothing to stop that, so... To be honest, I don't know how he ever sleeps at night, but that is our MySpace top eight of our least favorite things about our co-host, Sam. <laughs> so we did this because he's probably never going to listen to it. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, man. Well, that guys, uh, for those of you listening at home, it's kind of a slow, slow sports time right now. It's like right before the really? playoff start for NFL, college football's coming up. Hey, Notre Dame barely squeaked out against USC. Oh yeah, I mean it wasn't like it was like a two touchdown game. Then they you were was... losing the whole game though, like the first half. <sighs> it was not what I wanted. I also had money on Notre Dame, and it was a backdoor cover that stunk. So I lost that. My first Notre Dame loss of the year. Oh, I know. Oh, so now Notre Dame is done, right? <laughs> Notre Dame, according to ESPN, has a 99 percent chance of making the college football playoff. Can you imagine if that one percent happened? Mm-hmm. I would be so mad
2: there's I don't know what would have to even happen to keep because they're not they don't play another game which is really dumb because they should just join a conference but um, what would what could I mean are you gonna put in Ohio State and Georgia like what's Ohio State gonna do to Northwestern to pass Notre Dame
1: Just I don't know so they might as well just say there's a hundred percent chance of, of a Notre Dame making it which is awesome do
2: yeah. um, you want to talk about that Ohio State-Michigan uh, game? That was awesome. Did you watch that?
1: Of course I did. I had money on Michigan. Oh,
2: damn! it? It was, well,
1: it was, it
2: was a real... time. Did you watch right before 55 seconds left? Did you watch the last minute?
1: No, of course I turned first it off. I was, I was sick to my stomach.
2: Well, the first half, the, it ended with three touchdowns in the last 55 seconds. Um, Michigan, 55 seconds left, drives down, scores... There's about, real quickly, 30 seconds left, they kick off, and Ohio State fumbles at, like, the 8-yard line. Michigan scores on the first play, and there's, like, 25 seconds left. Michigan just, like, took the lead before half. Like, this is crazy. The momentum just shifted completely. And then they kick it off to Ohio State, and in 25 seconds, Ohio State goes down and kicks a field goal. It was and takes the lead or like I think maybe no, uh, Michigan was down one and now they're down four. It, it was the most insane last minute of a half I've ever seen. So that was a good, that was a fun game. Uh, Ohio State, I mean, their quarterback is legit. That guy is sick. What's his name? Haskins.
1: Haskins, but I I think they just didn't ever show up. If if they were dominating teams all all year, they'd be up there. But they, I mean. The, they only way, the only way that they get in is if, um, I, I don't know, like, Al, like Alabama has to lose to Georgia, and then no, no, no. Georgia win. would have
2: to lose because Alabama's not because Georgia's ahead of them, aren't they?
1: Yeah, Georgia's ahead of them, but so if, Georgia has
2: to lose to Bama. Bama's not get not not going. Bama has if, to
1: win, and then Oklahoma has to lose to Texas.
2: Yeah, and that would that's not that hard actually, <laughs> and then they whoop. Northwestern. I could definitely see Oklahoma losing to Texas. Their defense is so bad, but uh, Kyler Murray, uh, future outfielder for the Oakland Athletics, is a superstar quarterback. So I
1: mean, he's he's so good. That game against uh, West Virginia was nuts. That was so much fun to watch. God,
2: I remember mentioning when he was drafted on this show. I was like, yeah, and he's supposedly going to be the quarterback for Oklahoma this year. I don't know how good he.
1: Blah blah blah. I was just like. That's fucking he's, weird, he's
2: you know? Really <laughs> he <laughs> he's like, might win the
1: Heisman. <laughs> uh, well, the over didn't hit in Dukes, and I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> well, you won your Duke fifteen and a half, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, that hit easily. Duke's, Duke's the best team in the world.
2: <laughs> they could beat the Cavs.
1: I don't know. Paul Pierce thinks so. <laughs> what an idiot. What an idiot. Uh, the ACC Big Ten Challenge is tied at four. <laughs> Hell, yeah. <laughs> People definitely want to hear ball. that.
2: Wisconsin won tonight. Yeah, didn't, I love the Big Ten ACC championship. Actually, it's actually always really fun. Is not Notre Dame in the ACC in basketball too?
1: Yeah, Notre Dame beat Illinois. So my two oh. teams there
2: by two. Wow, by two? what a game! That'd be heart wrenching.
1: Yeah, whatever. I didn't have money on it, so <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I like I. I only watch Duke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're
2: gonna you love Duke this year.
1: I don't know. I can't stop.
2: You'll fall out of love with him next year when Zion's go- and Cam Reddish and RJ Barrett are all gone.
1: Well, Jake, that that uh, that concludes all the sports. Um, I watched A Star Is Born.
2: Oh, dude, tell me about it. I wanted to see it. I never got to the theater because I'm an idiot. It's still I know. You're, I'm. It's I
1: still know you I just saw it in theaters is it Really? Yeah. I feel like it's been out in theaters forever. I just watched it on Sunday. <laughs> I
2: mean, but it's been out for so long. I mean, either way. Um, that's correct.
1: Okay, so we watched it in, like, it was a Marcus Theater. And there's only, like, let's say 38 seats. But every two seats is, like, a, it's like a love seat couch that, like, reclines. It was awesome.
2: Dude, you have the best fucking movie theaters by you, dude. You yeah. have liquor in yours? That's unbelievable.
1: Oh, yeah, you can get hammered. It's but I
2: mean how much are drinks? That's the real question. I mean
1: like I don't know like $7 and like 11 for a specialty cocktail.
2: Yeah. I mean that makes sense. Yeah, it's like it's like what like you would bar. expect
1: at, at like a restaurant or a bar. Mm-hmm. Um and then this one with cuz I the one that you're talking about with the bar, that's that's at a different movie theater that I go to. This one had like a whole bistro in it and and a separate like cocktail fancy bar.
2: <laughs> that's a, that's fucking crazy what m- the movie theaters by me
1: suck ass all we have is thirteen dollar popcorn that stinks um are you a big candy in your popcorn guy?
2: um I can go for some m m's in my popcorn, but honestly, like if I'm getting movie theater popcorns, I want it unsullied because that's expensive and it needs to be pristine
1: oh, I think we got we got some snow caps in ours, and it was so snow good. Caps?
2: you know snow I Yeah, I haven't had a fucking snow cap since I was eight years old.
1: Well, we went to this... um, We went to, like, a... It's called, like, a krindle like a Market or whatever. They do it over in, like, Switzerland. And it's, like, an outdoor market. And you, like, walk around, you get, like, hot cocoa and candy and stuff. And since Milwaukee's so, like, German and, and like, stuff like that, they had it right outside the Pfizer forum. Yeah. It was pretty cool. We stopped, we got some candy. We, we had this, like... Like uh, was like a two and a half foot long sausage. <laughs> it was a hell of a time. I had some potato pancakes, and then next day, or and then I I bought these like like uh, Polish snow caps. Brought them to the movie theater, tossed them in my popcorn. It sounds like I'm super rich from all this stuff. Yeah. That I'm <laughs> Yeah, Jesus. And no, it was it was one hell of a time. A Star Is Born is gut-wrenching <laughs> yeah i
2: mean everyone said i know you'd lo- you had to have cried right yeah it no, it's here's
1: yeah. the thing i didn't cry because somebody told me the ending and let me tell you if you want me to be mad at you for a really long time tell me the ending of a hyped up movie i will hate you for so long <laughs> yeah no you hold those
2: grudges i've heard you hold those grudges oh my god i'm
1: still <laughs> not over it it stinks but yeah no a star is born i'd give it like I said after the movie it was like an 84 and that's only because I knew the ending.
2: Okay, and this is on a scale of 200? <laughs>
1: no, it's like, <laughs> No, it's from uh it's from 0 to 10. <laughs> okay, okay. There. But yeah, no. Uh what to say? 84. It's it's yeah. 84 out of 100 if if I didn't know cuz like when I hear about i I'm I'm a huge Oscar guy and when I hear about movies getting Oscar hype, I don't look into them at all i'm just like oh who's in it Bradley cooper lady gaga that's all i want to know um then somebody like tells me the ending tells me everything that happens like even like the side (laughs) spoils why aren't you like stopping (laughs) that because it was it wasn't direct it was subtle it was like oh that's important because this 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 and this and it like reminded me of this 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 and this and i was like are you fucking kidding me did you just ruin the movie for me and Joke, like, and they're like, "Well, isn't that what the whole movie's about?" I was like, "That's what you just told me. What the movie's about." I, I don't know. Seen, I haven't seen the movie. I haven't yet. seen the movie yet. <laughs> oh, so I'm still very, very not okay with that. I'm still upset. I'm still mad. Go see a Star is Born. It's awesome. Um, but Good uh, review Good movie
2: review movie review corner.
1: Yeah. So. I will, I will watch all the Oscar movies before the Oscars because I saw on my bookie they do have Oscar odds, so I will gamble Whoa. on it. And then I'll have a little Oscar preview for you guys when that, when that comes around. Last year That's I like- was correct in three of the five, so I knew best picture, I knew best actress, and I knew best uh, uh, supporting actor, I think. So Wait, didn't
2: you hate A Shape of Water?
1: Hated it, but I knew it would win because everybody would just shit their pants over That movie stinks.
2: <laughs> still, still solid on that movie thing.
1: <laughs> that movie is like a 50, but it was just really like well done, and like the graphics were cool, the acting was pretty solid, the sets were all really nice. But the movie itself... The acting and sets were amazing. If, if, they you, if you poop in a box and dress the box up and put glitter and streamers all over it, it's still poop in a box. Like you can decorate the box. That's an excellent point. You you can decorate the box is like one of the best boxes you've ever seen, but when you look in the box, you're like, well, the whole point of this box is to hold a present for me, and the present is a is a is a poop. It is a poop. It's so, a poop. So that movie is a big fat poop, and I stand by that. It's a poop out of eleven. It's a poop on a stick. So on a scale yeah. of
2: one to one hundred, it's a poop.
1: So that's my Star Is um, Born. <laughs> review. That was a great
2: movie review. Uh, I actually watched a whole season of a TV show. I think this week. Um, wow, Sabrina. Jake! What TV show? It was Sabrina, which sounds like it would be <laughs> lame. But I
1: heard that show stinks. Really? It yeah. has
2: great views. Actually, it's got like ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and it was actually awesome. Like I thought it was gonna be lame, and like you know, like the old school one, like have a lot of jokes. No. Someone gets stabbed in the neck in the first episode, Hell yeah. and like, it's pretty badass. Like, I actually really liked it, so uh, I actually recommend it. I give it, uh, I'd say a 17, or no, probably a 16. Out of out 100? Of t- out of 20.
1: 16 out of 20, for sure. That's definitely a
2: good. Pretty good. You know, it, it, was, it was good, and I'm definitely excited for the second season. It's on Netflix, so check it out.
1: Hmm, 16 out of 20. I'm, I'm trying to do math right now. I'm just kind of dumb. What is that, an 80? Or a five, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, I nailed it. So. <laughs> well, that is our uh, reviews. I think that's that's it. <laughs> that's the episode, baby. Final thoughts, Jake.
2: Uh, final thoughts. I don't think I even mentioned do the Packers play next week because that's how little it matters. They play the Cardinals at home. I think they have a 14.5 point spread. So that's pretty crazy. We do have to pick our parlays. So, uh, you want to just jump into that?
1: Um, I mean, we don't have the third member. We'll just tweet out our parlays. Okay, if that's if that's cool with you.
2: Yeah, because this is a tough week anyway. So yeah. I'm not sure what I want. All right. Well, is that is
1: that your final thought? The Packers. My final
2: play. thought was that the Packers are playing the Cardinals. If anybody cares, nobody really cares. It's gonna be the one of the least interesting games. I mean, I'll obviously be watching, but like nobody around the NFL is going to care. So that sucks, but uh, that's my final thought.
1: My totally. final thought is uh, thanks for listening. You know, 68 next week is, I guess, a big one for you children. But, uh, yeah, so I've been playing Kingdom Hearts a lot. I'm fully obsessed with it. Shout out to Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming out in January. <sighs> I'm on the last level of Kingdom Hearts 1. I'm going to... Um, the end of the world level. For those of you who know Kingdom Hearts, it's it's a big one. There's a lot going on. So <laughs> shout out to all my Kingdom Hearts uh, geeks with me. It's 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 been one hell of a ride. So thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for listening on Twelve on Sports Radio. You can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Castbox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Podbean, and Stitcher. That's right, Jake. Stitcher.
2: Stitcher. And Podbean.
1: And Podbean. Don't forget that one. Um, so yeah, that's that's the episode. Um, please keep it 100 out there, uh, fam. I'm I'm gonna cut that. That was bad. <laughs> <Please. I'm not>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The sound of your own wheels drive you crazy Take it in.